We are all miracles and must make the most of our limited time here. Each of us have these unique gifts to contribute to the world. And it's our job to develop these gifts and give them away. That's why I created the Preschool SLP podcast. The Preschool SLP is about working smarter to create real change in ourselves and in others. Being an SLP is a mission. It's about showing up every single day. It's about giving all of yourself. It's about evaluating your work. It's about innovating practice to change lives. Every single week, let's discuss topics that matter. What are the game-changing strategies? How can we treat the whole child? How can we create the truest and shiniest versions of ourselves and of our clients? We're here at the drawing board for a reason. You bring your own unique gifts. Together, let's create better. Hey, Kelly Vess here, and today we're going to talk about my favorite topic of all, task-oriented movement activities. And what we're going to see is how do task-oriented movement activities directly improve the three core executive function skills. So we already know from the research that task-oriented movement activities are highly effective. The research indicates that the gains with this type of activity is almost a standard deviation in motor skill performance. It also is highly effective in improving executive function skills. But what we want to look at today is how. How is it highly effective? What about task-oriented movement activities specifically is resulting in improvements in executive function? So it's one thing for you to be able to say, well, the research indicates that task-oriented movement activities improve executive function skills. But why? What about task-oriented movement activities improve executive function skills? That's what we're going to look at today. Let's dive deep. So the first executive function skill is really the underlying foundational skill that we need for all learning to occur. And that's called inhibitory control. Sometimes it's referred to as self-control. And what that is, it's your ability to control your attention, your behavior, your thoughts, your emotions. So this is a very important skill to have for which all other learning can build upon. Now, what my elementary school speech-language pathologist colleagues are telling me is they're seeing more and more children every year that don't have this self-control, inhibitory control skill. And as a result, they are not learning in the classroom. They don't have the ability to attend. So how does task-oriented movement activities improve inhibitory control? Well, the first thing they do in a task-oriented movement activity is you have a purpose. You have a mission. So because you have a mission and something to accomplish, you're going to ignore the distractions. 
you're demonstrating inhibitory control by walking by the trains on the shelves, by walking by the letters written on the wall and going right to the task at hand. So what we're teaching the children is to have purpose-driven movement and to ignore the distractions. And the secret behind that is because we have a task. There's a goal to accomplish. So that improves attention by improving inhibitory control, the ability to ignore the distractions. And the second way that improves inhibitory control is that when you're in a task-oriented movement activity, there's multiple steps for you to complete. So it's not a simple cause-effect activity. There's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end story sequence for you to accomplish a goal. So in enacting in multiple steps, instead of a single step, you're improving the child's attention. So that's the second way that task-oriented movement activities improve inhibitory control. The third way the task-oriented movement activities improve inhibitory control is that you expand it like taffy and you add steps in, into the sequence. So there's going to be a more steps to follow, which increases the complexity, and that also makes the activity longer. So if the child's engaged in a more complex activity and a longer activity, we know that that improves the child's attention. We're increasing the duration, we're increasing the complexity, and we're doing it in a meaningful manner. So this is something that we have to pay attention to. And I find that attention is so important, particularly for the children I work with with autism spectrum disorder. So when that attention improves, I spontaneously see improvements in joint attention and communication and play skills and behavior and their learning is occurring at an exponentially greater rate than it was before. So attention is super powerful. So the second core executive function skill that task-oriented movement activities are going to improve is it's going to improve working memory. So what is working memory? A working memory is not only ability to remember information, but also work the information by putting that information into use. So when you're doing a task-oriented movement activity, you're using working memory every step of the way. So the first step is you're going to identify the problem when you're identifying, when you're doing a task-oriented movement activity. So you have a problem. You got to remember what the problem is until we take it and solve it. The second step is you have to make a plan. So in a plan, you have to go through all of the steps of the plan verbally uh, or read it or write reading or through augmentative communication. So that's working memory. So first, you're identifying a problem. You're keeping that problem in your mind until you solve it. Secondly, you're creating a multiple step plan. So this is heavy working memory in which you have multiple pieces of information that you need to put in order and express. The third step is you're taking action. So while you have your problem in your mind, you have your plan in your mind, you're taking all of these steps to complete the plan. And then lastly, after you complete that plan, you're going to record that plan with the data sheets you have in task-oriented movement activities in which you check the plan to completion. What did you just 
do. So these are four major working memory tasks. And do you know what? They get harder and harder as the task goes on. It becomes more and more layered. First is identifying a problem, then having a plan, then taking action with the plan, and then reflecting and recording what you've just done. So that's how it improves working memory, task-oriented movement activities. So the next area that we're going to look at, and this is the higher level skill, in order to have cognitive flexibility or mental flexibility, which we're going to look at next, you need to have these other two skills down. You need to have the ability to attend down, and you also need to have working memory down. Cognitive flexibility means when you take new information, you respond differently. You take a different perspective with new information from your environment. So when we do task-oriented movement activities, they're not doing the same task over and over and over again. It's a different task each time. It's a meaningful task. For instance, suppose I have the child be a mechanic and the child has to fix my bin of vehicles. They're broken. And after the child fixes the bin of vehicles, the child is going to place the vehicle where the vehicle belongs. So if the child has the train, he's going to go through the obstacle course after it's fixed and he's going to put it on the train tracks. The child has a car, he's going to go through the obstacle course, new perspective, it's a car, a car doesn't go on a train track, a car doesn't go in the water, a car doesn't go in the air, the car belongs on the road. The child comes back, okay, now we have a boat that you fixed. Where does the boat go now that the boat is fixed? So the child is going to look at the boat, and once again, it's cognitive flexibility. He's not going to throw the boat on the train tracks. He's not going to throw the boat in the rain on the road. He's going to throw the boat in the water. So that's cognitive flexibility. Each time, the child's going to get new information, and as a result, he's going to have to respond differently with that information. So that's a play-based approach in which the child's a mechanical engineer with all of these different vehicles. Another approach could be more academic. You could, for instance, have a toy box and all of the toys are mixed up and they're all, they need to be sorted by categories because you can't find anything. And that you could have categories such as food and people and furniture and vehicles, and the child can go through the toys and go through and organize the toys so we know where they are because they're all mixed up. We can't find any of our toys. So these are examples here of task-oriented movement activities and how you can see they directly impact executive function and they directly impact each and every one of the executive function skills. So if you're not doing task-oriented movement activities yet in your therapy, now is not too late to start. I want you to give it a try. And when you try it, you're going to love it. I'll tell you that not only are you going to love it, but you're never going to go back to the tables and chairs. And the reason you're not going to go back to the table and chairs is because immediately you're going to find that you enjoy therapy more and the child enjoys learning more. And you're going to see that the child's going to be making greater gains. It's not only about loving learning and treating the whole child in the context of movement, you're improving executive function. And what we know from the latest research is that children that enter kindergarten with stronger executive function skills do well throughout school. This is the greatest predictor of how this child's going to perform through elementary age is their executive 
function skills. So at the preschool level, we want to focus on these executive function skills. And the best way we can is through movement activities, task-oriented movement activities. So I want you to take this information, roll up your sleeves, and make the world a better place, one person at a time. She's a